0: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to Behind the Veil, a show that provides insight into the world of weddings. I'm your host, Keith Willard. Welcome back to the show. Today, we're going to be talking about great expectations. We've all been through it. It's been a, a heck of a year. And so some of those things that we used to do with our clients about setting expectations and setting boundaries, you know, some of that has changed. And some of us, like myself included, have a really, really hard time setting boundaries with my clients about when and when they shouldn't uh, communicate with me. But luckily, we've got an expert that's going to be helping us with all of those things, and I'm going to introduce her in just a second. But first, let me introduce Marcy Gutenberg with an Affair to Remember by Marcy. Hi, Marcy. Hi, Keith. And then, of course, the always beautiful Brooke Logan Stoner. Hello, Brooke. Salutations, Max. So this is an interesting topic today. Today, we're going to be talking about setting boundaries. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I'm horrible at setting boundaries.
1: I think we all need this lesson. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. I really do. And and I, we're really lucky because today we have Jennifer Taylor. So Jennifer is the principal of Jen Taylor Consulting, a consulting firm that works with creative businesses of all sizes to implement streamlined workflows and organized systems to find more time and space for business growth and personal development. She is also the owner and founder of Tailored Event Group, a leading event planning company that serves local destination clients in Washington State and Maui. Okay, good for you. Hello yeah. Hawaii. <laughs> But, you know, Jen, aloha. I, I, aloha. So, I, Jen, I am actually really, really fascinated with this particular um, subject because that is one thing that all of us seem to have a real issue with because we're we're people pleasers. I mean, that's our job is to be, you know, to help people achieve their dreams. And and the world of hospitality in general is not about setting boundaries. What do you mean set boundaries? You know, so can you tell us a little bit? Let's first of all, let's tell, talk about your company. Can you tell us a little bit about your company and, and where that all began? So
2: uh, uh, Jen Taylor Consulting started because all of of us need somebody who is actually in, has worked in the trenches with events, but need a little guidance in all the things that go around the back end of your business. You guys, we're all creative in some shape or form. My creativity is really about the back end of your business. So whether it's operations, whether it's systems, talking about boundaries and expectations right. and helping you set those all yeah. those things i can uh, and i do help with
0: yeah but you know when you hear the word boundaries i i, I mean i immediately think oh yeah. boo boundaries <laughs> i mean come on do you not i mean I, everybody has it seems like uh oh because i mean that's such a clinton well first of all that's such a it seems to be such a, a, a trendy topic talking about boundaries. Trend- boundaries setting my boundaries but also there's a there's a moment that says okay i'm setting my boundaries that's a bad thing i mean it shouldn't be a bad thing it's not I, a
2: bad thing no um it really is about the um boundaries and expectations about your business and your personal life if that if those don't mesh mesh yeah you're gonna have the phone oh, it's gonna be messy <laughs> the phone's gonna be ringing at two o'clock in the morning because somebody's irritated because of whatever oh, yeah. And, well, you know, the mom is pissed, the aunt's pissed, the grandma's pissed, whatever, Yeah, because the boundaries or and or the expectations aren't set.
0: Well, and, you know, things are really different this year versus mm-hmm. a year ago. I mean, almost a year ago, well, two weeks and a year ago, actually, at this point. But, you know, because, I mean, I know that before my boundaries would basically and I have very few boundaries unfortunately when it comes to my my clients or fortunately for my clients um, but you know my boundaries were basically you know on Sundays our t- Saturdays and Sundays I'm typically not available because we're in the midst of an event or we're recovering mm-hmm. from doing the event but I was usually available by via text message for, fairly quickly um, but typically emails on Monday and Friday, but now, you know, when, when all of a sudden all the weddings started to move and change and we had to all of a sudden be in back in the negotiation process, mm-hmm. there were, that boundary there, that financial boundary was completely yeah. different because, and, and I know most event planners and most professionals did it for free we move people for free, even though we were really hard hit because there's no extra revenue coming in from, from that, you know, is that considered a boundary or is that an expectation?
2: It's both. I mean, we should all expect ourselves to, I mean, and everybody did it. I mean, I talked to venues that said, you know, if you, you know, make your decision by X date, then we'll take everything over and no additional cost or anything. Right. But if it was after that date. Then they said, you know, they had their. Here's here's our boundaries. Right. With that, um, it's that I really don't consider as boundary or an expectation. That's just a good business um, because we don't want to get screwed. I mean, we have yeah. we've gotten you know we've gotten screwed. No. And, and, you know, <laughs> let me you know help you. And so it's absolutely it's it's hard. So, but really, setting the boundaries and expectations is. What's your best practice? I mean, we had an we have an, a best practice sheet that we give to our clients, if not the day they sign, fairly mm-hmm. shortly thereafter. That says here's how we here's where we meet. Right. We had an office. Here is how we communicate, mostly by email. Mm-hmm. Here's how here's those response time back, and then um, after that, it was like here's how we do business, and yes. this is what you should this is what we, this is what you should expect from us. And here's what we expect. It's it's a two way street. Don't, this isn't a one way street for these, 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 these couples. It's two (laughs) ways. This is, and this is what we expect from you, the, you know, our client. Right. And we expect, you know, we expect to have the the place cards back on a timely fashion. We expect Mm -hmm. that, um, the menu, the menu document. You know, all of the. You know, we know who's sitting where. We know what food they're getting. We know blah 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 blah. We have that, but we also expect that your clients aren't idiots, and that are some. You know, because we've had yeah. this happen where the last bus shows up, we yeah. give the last call, yep, and the bus leaves, and then there we're getting a phone call at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, my friends were were left there. Well, where the hell were they? I know. You know, know, and so and so, we tell them we check the nearest bathroom, we check the ballroom. If it's you know, we're not going to go check the golf course and see what they're doing. (laughs) That's not going to happen.
0: Well, okay, so you're so like I'm a sixth grader, right? And uh, I've never used that document before in my life. To to like, here's my expectations of my client. My you know, as somebody that has never done that before. Give me kind of my ABCs of introducing that.
2: So really what I do with my clients is like, okay, how, what's your, you know, the first thing, where do you want to meet? If you don't have an office, are you meeting at multiple Starbucks? And this is like pre, this is, this is pre pandemic. This is who knows what's going to be, but you know, (laughs) so this DJ is like, you know what? I only meet at four different Starbucks. Right. And so that's Oh, he, like had very,
0: a- he had very specific Starbucks. So he had those yeah. listed, like the addresses yeah. mm-hmm. listed. God, I feel so it, weird doing it, that.
2: It, well, because he didn't want to be driving all over. Ta- you know, if you're in this, you know, I'll, I'm in the Seattle area. So if you're yeah. down by the airport, he had a Starbucks down at the airport. If you were on closer to Bellevue, he had one over there. He had it strategically located right. that they were close to where his couples would be. Right. But he's not trying to find some place that, you know, some coffee shop on um, some rando street, you know, like <laughs> you know, an to, yeah, I mean, you know, or, you know, so he really set that expectation. Another place, another way to do this is like, what hours do you work? Right. Especially now. I mean, we can totally get into like everybody's working from home. Right. All the kids are schooling from home. Right. All of a sudden, everybody's in a room this size and you're like, what the hell am I doing? Oh
0: okay, god, so, and then everybody's talking and yeah, so what's, parking and, what's yeah. the
2: expectations around that? I have so many hours to work, but I also have to school my kids. I have to run a household, you know, all the right. stuff. And so, you know, your hours where you know, how many hours do you what hours do you work? Do you work nine to five? Do you work, you know, all of that? Of course you got the weekends, weekends, you know, like there's a planner here that took always takes Mondays off. Right. No matter what, in season, out season, it doesn't matter. We say, if it's during season, this is what our hours are. If it's off season, this is what our hours are. I gave them, if it's off season, I'll work one weekend a month. Right. I want my weekends back. So what does that look like? And then finally, how do you communicate? I mean, this is the biggest one I think for most people is I hated getting texts. I don't want to plan a wedding via text.
0: <laughs> See, I love text. No,
2: I mean, but, but trying I to get, I mean I going through all these text. things, going, oh my God, where's that text that says they want XYZ? Oh where's no, I love no,
0: I love the fact that
3: no, it's all in no, one place. No. I love it. So oh if goodness. you do,
2: I mean, that's the thing. It's it's totally <laughs> expectation, it's totally how you work. Right. I'm like, I if this phone rings or beeps, I right. throw it across the room. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: I've tossed an iPhone or a razor or two. I
2: don't want to talk to you. I want to email you. Right. Um, so what are those things? Those are probably the three, the four top things. Where do you work? Right. Hours you work. Yep. Um, the, uh, you know, the, the communication, I guess those are the top three. The fourth right. would be, you know, how, how do you r- run the week of the wedding? That's right. another big expectation, and then of course the day off. But you know, it's really this—it's just a one sheet of paper, and it just sort of bl- bullets out our 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 lot. You know how we do business.
0: You know, and I'm sitting here thinking, you know, because one of my favorite things to say to my clients is that, you know, it's not the question that drives, that gives people stress. It's the amount of time waiting for an answer, which is why I love text messages, yeah. because a lot of times the question is basically a yes or no, or what do you think of this really quick? Oh, it's horrible. Never buy that dress again. Or, you know, something, but it's because I know that if I don't get back to them right away, something There's that could been a, yeah, well, or it could become this huge thing, which really it shouldn't have been a huge thing in the yeah. first place. It just needed a, a quick yes or no. Yeah. So, can that be included in your boundary sheet?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, so I, really, you know I mean, what? for I mean, it's really, it's really the best practice for you,
0: right? Well, because, so, because, well, but I'm saying like, you know, if it's a quick test, text message. Yeah. But sometimes
2: those, those, those quick text messages can be, you know, all of a yeah. sudden it's, it's messy, a messy hole novel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you're like, I don't want to go there right now. Because then they've got your attention and yeah. I don't want that. I mean, and also
1: I don't want that text at two o'clock in the morning. Oh my goodness. Which actually leads me to a really great question. So From the perspective of the client and the perspective of the planner, what would you say as far as setting expectations for, let's say, the inquiry, the initial Mm -hmm. contact? um, Would you you suggest to put the the hours on your website? And if so, does does it turn anybody off uh, and so forth? I mean, I've received phone calls at midnight before on a Saturday night which i find really odd to me that somebody would pick up a phone and call somebody at random yeah. on a midnight just yeah. because i have a website.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I'm like Brooke is talking to yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Um,
1: so what would
0: you say to fair. that? Yeah i don't
2: i i don't put my hours on my website i don't put my hours on my emails it is all based on once they've hired me then they get that that they get that best practice sheet and most of the time i'm not going to answer I have an actual separate cell phone number for my office. Like I don't give them my cell number, my personal number until the week of the wedding. They think they're calling, you know, they event. I mean, finally I got it where they could text me on that line, but I mean, it's, it's really like I, it's, it's, it's really how I want to uh, keep my energy. So I'm not feeling anxious about this about how I do business. I'm like, this is, if you don't want to work with me because I'm not going to answer your phone call at midnight, then we're not the right fit at all. Like I'm in bed by nine o'clock.
0: Do you feel, do you, <laughs> right, well, I, I am too, by the way. But, I mean, I like, too, I, don't,
2: but, I don't want those.
0: Well, but you know, do you feel like that people like kind of gave away those boundaries because COVID took away so much business and people are, you know, obviously everybody is just so desperate for, for business and it's coming back like crazy. The floodgates oh have opened. I mean, I was, oh my
2: God. I was sitting with a girlfriend and her husband, they, owner, he, they own a transportation company. And I'm like, you better be prepared because and oh, it's, it's already, it's already, I'm like, corporate starting going. And I'm like, and I told myself, like, I haven't done a wedding since the, I did two, 2019. Right? I had one for, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm like, I had a big life change. I'm like 2020. I'm like, if I get one, then that Perfect. You know, I'm like, <laughs> you know, and it and it didn't we moved it and now they've canceled it. And right.
3: oh, it's, bad.
2: well, you know, living together and realizing, you know, you still have things to work on. Pandemic
0: life oh, oh, is always good okay.
2: too because you find out what's gonna work.
0: Maybe their boundaries um, weren't so great at home. <laughs> okay, got you
2: So <laughs> What you know? So then, you know, I I told myself, I'm like, I'm not doing anything till 2022, 2023. Like, if you know, for my, purpose, you know, what I'm good. Right. right. But setting those,
3: I well, you know, okay, so you know, it,
2: it goes back to like, am I going to be desperate because I need to answer this phone call at midnight? No. 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 I mean, I've I was literally on the on the verge of of having a full body meltdown. At the end of 2018 by because of my because of not being really firm and set on my boundaries and expectations because right. i felt y- you get that way you're like okay i got you know and then and you know it was our biggest season i had multiple weddings i have all that. i'm like i mm. you got i i finally just said you know what this is i need to follow my own rules right because if not i'm gonna end up in the hospital. But you with, know, a, with, with, with something. And, and it's because, and this was pre pandemic, post pandemic. Right. If I had these, I, I it's just hard. <laughs> it, is, right. it is, it is one of those things because yes, it's your livelihood. You do need to be on top of it and all that, but right. it's also the, you have to set your boundaries. You cannot be, you know, if you are feeling like you are about ready to have a nervous breakdown, yeah. then you need to look, sit back and go, okay, what, do I need to change in my life and in my business? If I need to stop working at five o'clock in the afternoon, right. go for a walk and then maybe answer some emails a day. I mean, hell I still work at eight o'clock at night. I but do too.
3: You know,
0: you can't it's, help
2: it. It's, 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 it's letting them know that you're there, but right. you're not, you are not their back and call person.
0: 24 seven. Let me, so let me ask you, I mean, you, you've been in business for a, a while, right? You're established Six, business. 16 years. Yeah. 16 years. So you're an established business. I mean, would you be saying this to some, to yourself on your first year?
2: No, no, you right? can't, you can't, you can't, okay. but you've got to get, you've got to do, you've got to set something.
0: Right. And that's, gotta, like, I mean, that, and that's it, why I mean, and that's why I want to make sure this yeah, is clear. You know, it, this is this is it, based on 16 years, not to, yeah. you know but your first. If, year. if
2: you're just starting out, mm. you still have to set some boundaries because they're just going to roll right over you.
0: Oh God, yeah. I mean,
2: oh. as, I mean, when I was planning my own wedding and I was hiring a planner, right. I looked at planners as a, I mean, I'm pretty, a, I'm pretty strong personality. There are yeah. some planners like I would run the hell
0: over you. Hi.
2: And I wasn't even a planner. I'm like, <laughs> I would bulldoze you.
0: So, but you, you were specifically looking for that strong personality to be you know, yes. be part of your world.
2: Yeah. But if you're somebody's like, you need to do, you need to be their best friend. Yeah. You need to step back and say, I'm a business owner.
0: Right. First. Well, and actually we just talked about this on the uh, previous show is that, you know, you don't connect with somebody via social media until after the wedding is over, mm-hmm. you know, you wait till, because obviously you can have those great connections, but, you know, <laughs> wait, 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 wait until afterwards, as much as you want to wait, wait, wait. But again, when I, you know, first year, I think the boundary that I wish I, and this is an expectation and boundary that I think that a lot of planners that are just starting out need to hear set your expectations and your boundaries on your, on the monies that you will get for your services and stick mm-hmm. to it mm-hmm. because there's going to be somebody else later. Do not give your, cut your, your rate and then kick yourself later yeah. because well, you know,
2: well, you can't. And that's, you know, you have yeah. to look at what what your resentment factor is.
3: Like, <laughs> that's a great you know, and that that that's, me. I mean, what,
2: <laughs> when I sit down and work on my pricing, I mean, yeah. we're gonna go totally off topic. But that's, no, one, that's one of the factors I put in there is like, if somebody calls me, and if you're a new, if you're a new planner, if somebody calls you on your anniversary, on your birthday, on your, you know, significant other's birthday, your child's birthday, Christmas, any of the holidays. Right. Are you going to give them the 950 dollars price? No. For your basic thing, I <laughs> got to hope not. I mean, I had one on my te- I had I had a an, an inquiry for my 10 year anniversary. It was yeah. on a week it was a Thursday. And I'm like, okay. He was my you know, he, he had to be gone for out of, at, for for work and I was like, you know what, it's not a big deal. It's right. you know, so I'm like, sure, it's x. Right. And I raised it up a little bit because I was going to resent it.
0: Right. Oh yeah. hundred percent. There's a resent. Oh yeah. There's definitely a resent cost. It's
2: just like the pain in the ass fee. Oh,
0: it totally is. <laughs> it totally is. I mean, you know, the, you've you got know,
2: the P I T a in there. Like what's that? Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> what you know who, who else is what? A, what a, somebody else that we had on the show gave us that same thing. Okay. So let's, let's go to the beginning. You're a brand new business. You just emerged out of COVID. Let's say that you were working for a hotel mm-hmm. hotel, hotel laid you off. You're now okay. I'm, It's time for me to start my business, right? Yeah. What are some uh, very uh, basic initial boundaries, expectations that a new business owner should think about? It goes back to those three
2: things. Where are you going to do your work? Okay. You know, where are you going to meet your clients? Because I mean, if, you know, maybe, maybe it's a hotel lobby, maybe it's, you know, you know, you don't want them to come to your house. I mean, you know, there's no way. Right. Um, But then, you know, like, what are the hours are you going to work? You know, set some time out, you know, yes, you're gonna meet with clients all the time, but also set some times for you to do your work in your business. How are you going to do your marketing? How are you going to do all of this? Those are things to be thinking about. And then how you communicate. And just let those are three things. You can yeah. totally just work on those three things. Like, I'm, I'm great with text. I'm perfect. Then great. Text right. is the way you want to. If you're like, you know what, we have a system, we you know, HoneyBook or DeSabo or whatever. Great. What is that? And those three things, you're set. If you want to work twenty four seven, great. I will tell you, you will you will keel over you in a year yourself. and a half. But you know, and take you know, take that day off afterwards. You're going to be hit by a truck. I oh my God! I, I it doesn't matter you. when, when, and where you've. It, I'm you oh, know sixteen no, years terrible. later, and I'm still going. God, what truck just hit me? Right, but
0: I I think that's important for new business owners. I mean, I wish somebody had told me that at the very beginning. It's like you know, set your expectations, your boundaries now. Just even if it's basic, because it's easier to add it when it's already part of your business. You know,
2: you and you are the owner of your business. Your clients are not. Your clients are not the owners of your business. So that's and you know, and you, I feel that you get more respect if you have your boundaries Mm -hmm. set. And you say, this is, this is what,
0: this is how I do business
2: and they can take it or leave it. If they leave it, then they're not your clients and don't stress out about it.
0: Yeah. Don't stress out about it. You know, the other thing is, is that, you know, if you already have kind of set expectations and boundaries in in your, in your life or in your business, it does set you as a, as a higher professional right and I remember this and this was the worst it was I, I and it took me a little bit to get over it is that you know I was so thankful at the very beginning that people hired me I was so thankful that, that I got into this like they're not giving me a gift I'm not a not-for-profit that they're supporting I'm damn good at what I do and they're paying me because I'm really good at that and I needed to I needed it took me a year to get past that and to realize no I'm the They're paying me because I'm good at this. And actually I ended up raising my prices because I was too, too low. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, that's important for new business owners out there. It's like, you know, once you realize your own worth, well, first realize your own worth and then stick to it. Yes. You know, and if,
2: and and if you're getting a hundred percent yeses or even 90% yeses, yeah. Then it's time to raise your rate to the next. Oh, and, 100%. And, you percent. Know, or if you know there's a, I can't even remember the name of the book I read. And I had a friend who's a planner, and she was having a hard time raising her prices. I said, okay, after each person that hires you, raise it two percent, five percent, whatever that is, because right. the person the person before that doesn't know that you charge less than that. No, nope. you're giving them the price. So if you feel like you're like, oh my god, they're not going to do it. Yes, they are. You just need to sit down and say, okay, they said, yes, I can raise it another 5%. Well, I can well, raise it another 10%, you know, and then all of a sudden you're to where you need to be Yeah, for who you are. And you're like, okay.
0: Well, one of my favorite stories that I tell is that I actually had a client that was in a, a fairly high-end part of town and is, is a client currently, and I love them. Oh, my God, I love them so much because they, they're just such good people. Um, but it was, at the time, my most expensive wedding that I'd ever booked. And they said, and afterwards, after we had the client, you know, contracts and signed stuff, she said, you know, we almost didn't hire you because you were half the cost of the yeah. next planner. Yes
2: yes and, 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 e- and even being the even being the low person on the on the totem pole it, it there's an there's a there's a there's an expectation that yes. if you're that low that you are not worth it
3: yes for them.
2: so if you rate you know like i mean i when i i remember when i raised my rates up to the highest point i was like
0: oh, <laughs> <Jesus."> <laughs> nobody's gonna put and me. they
3: did and yeah
0: like,
2: what the- just happened but
3: and
0: that's true because there is an expectation that comes with the price it, point
2: it is and it's and it's like this there's a there's like this this little dead zone yeah between five and 75 and 10 Yep. it's just like a dead and like it's if you're craziest in that, you know and it's just like you're like i'm not getting anything i'm like okay we're gonna raise it and see what happens it's true and you raise it and they're like sure no problem and you're like
0: it's the craziest thing. And I, and I try to tell new planners that, you know, that, uh, come and talk to me. And I, you know, I try to, to give as much information because I know what it's like. I mean, I'm five years into this. I've just survived freaking COVID business issues. Um, and I want to do as much as I can to help our fellow hum, human beings out there. And one of the things I said is don't, don't price yourself too cheap. I know that you're trying to add to your portfolio, but the number one mistake you can make is pricing yourself at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. I know you want to try to get business in, but call it call it a discount. You know, don't say, even discount. Don't even, know, don't, or, even
2: or, don't even give because if they tell their friends, their friends are going to want uh, a discount.
0: Get a, hey, give me a twenty percent discount. Yeah,
2: that's right. No, you, know? you do not discount. You do not. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, I've had clients, and this is this is in our our best practice sheet. It's like our our wedding professionals are not required to give you a discount because they're working with me or you know that 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 is up to them yeah to do that it is not up to me or Mm -hmm. up to you if you if you ask me to ask them i will but they can say no
0: oh i said that all the time it's
2: it's not it's not it's not my it is their business they have to do they have to put food on the table for their kids and pay pay insurance and do all of these things
0: well i think so yeah
2: that's part of it
0: well, I'm having that truthful conversation. I mean, I'm a big proponent. I always tell my clients, it's like, look, I'm not going to sugarcoat stuff. I'm always going to tell you the the pros and cons of every situation because it's not my decision to make. It's your decision to make. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so the the expectation is, is that I'm always going to be 100% truthful yeah. with my opinion.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. They may yeah. have a different co- opinion. I mean, I've, I've run into oh, that I've before. That. And you know?
2: they, they fight me and I'm like. I, I don't know who else I can give you because I'm giving you the best people in the, in the industry. And if you, that's going to fit your personality. And if you're, I'm like, and then we meet with them. Oh, I love them. Well, of course you do because I. I, I do. Them.
0: Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So we're, I'm going to go back to the, it. I'm going to go back to the new business. Can you walk us through a, a, a new client intake process? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: so I use HoneyBook. Okay, as my intake. Um, so they fill out the form on my website, if they do that, that goes into HoneyBook. And then from there, they it becomes an automation, people are like, Oh, no, not automation. Yes. Because, <laughs> again, it makes your life easier. You don't have to remember who you talk to when it just and pretty much it just goes. Okay. Thank you so much for reaching out. I'm so excited to work to, to talk to you about your wedding. Here's a link to how to set up a time to to talk to me and here's my brochure and that's it. And then I come back and say with another email, I'm so excited. I know you just got this email. I just wanted to reach out to you and say, I'm super excited. Can't wait for for us to talk in person um, or zoom or whatever. And then from there, I reach out to them. So this is my sales process. I reach if they don't set something up, I I email them day 3, day 7 and day 14.
0: So oh, if they post me. Day 3, 7, 14. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: From that initial from that initial uh, reach out. Right. And then so if they don't reach out by day 14, they're they're gone. You're done. I'm, yeah. Like I don't have time. So then if they do set up a time to meet with me and we do talk, then that gets reset to I send them a proposal after we're done saying right. so excited. We I loved here's the proposal. Can't wait to get started. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Again, reach out day three. Hey, did you get that proposal? Day seven. You know the proposal's you know gonna be expiring soon, even though it doesn't. Um, you know, please, <laughs> you know, please let me know if you'd like to extend it another seven days. Right, right. Um, you know, because sometimes they might be on vacation and they, you know, whatever. Right. And then day four again, day fourteen, bye-bye. You know, I, I sent them a nice note, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm uh, sorry that we're not going to connect together um, on and on and on.
0: You know, don't then, chase after a dead cat. You I'm can't.
2: I mean, yeah. you just can't. And so, and then from there, they, <laughs> they get the expectations and boundaries, you know, then once they're contracted, then that's when, you know, we talk about expectations. We talk about the, you know, the best practices around all of, of how to work together and then how to you know use aisle planner use honeybook all of that we give them all of that information yeah and then and then we start planning their wedding and it's great i love it
0: so you, you're you're new you new uh, a new planner new business. You don't have the money to do HoneyBook yet, right? So you're you're doing your own your own stuff. It's, it's not called going an Excel
2: spreadsheet. An
0: Excel spreadsheet, exactly. So I just want to make sure that people that are listening out there that if you're just starting your business, you don't have to have HoneyBook. You can do this stuff. It's easier if you have a program. Guarantee you. Guarantee you. It's yeah. easier. A
3: simple cat trapper keeper will do. That's yeah, right. That's, right. You know, but it does.
0: But you know, just uh, just make sure that you know. Again, as a new business, but well, Okay, so now everything's set. I want to go back
2: to that. I still use my I still use my Excel tracker. Oh, you do. Oh, you do. I do do because. Like what? (laughs) I because it's great that it's in there, but I want to know. Like I've got like here's how much I've I've quoted them. Here's my sales goals. Here, so if you take that Excel spreadsheet and make it a little more beefier. Then you can put it in there like okay, what's my what's my goals for each month that i what's my total goal for the year? How right. much do I want to make? And then how much do I want to pull in each month to get to that point? And then you can say, okay, what did you know, okay, I talked to you're you're talking to so many inquiries. So if you want twenty weddings, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to touch one hundred people because half of that's gonna say, no half of you know so the rule of half and half and half goes that route because right. it's all about um how many people you are in contact with to then get to your goal and so that's what i track on my sales tracker not necessarily i do track the the day the days on there but right. i also track all the sales numbers
0: Okay, so you're you everything's kosher, so to speak. Um, you're you're going along the way. You have you're having a great time, et cetera, et cetera. But then your clients start getting a little too used to you, right? They're getting a little too comfortable, and they start falling outside of those boundaries and and.
1: Thinking
0: you're the BFF. (laughs) Yeah, thinking you're BFF because it's difficult because we get excited. We're like, oh my God, I'm so excited about that. Okay, so what happens? What do you do to kind of reestablish those boundaries if they start coming out of them?
2: Just let, well, figure out. Like I've had that happen to me. I had a client and he all all of a sudden it was text, text, you know, planning via text. And I'm like, shit. What? Well, but how do you, I, you, how know, do you so them, then I look back and say, yeah. and I'm like I'm like shit so I'm I look back I'm like you know what they never I never gave them the best practice I was on me I totally said you know what but I but I but what I told him I said I enjoy that you like to text me. Right. One, I hate text <laughs> and two, I can't plan this. It is very right. hard to go through all of the texts I get from you on a daily basis. Right. To do this, and I printed out—I literally printed out all the text and put it in his. I—I I still wow. do paper, and I still—I'm old school. I—I I don't know if I can ever get rid of my binders. Um, oh, I
0: love my binders. Oh my god, I love my binders. So
2: I—I yeah. <laughs> I literally printed it all out. Brooke like loves
0: the binders. That was my my thing. He does. She's like, "Where's my Bible?"
2: Where's yeah. So, <laughs> so really, when you when you are when they get off track, is like, hey, you know. Unfortunately, as much as this is, this is easy to do, we really need to go back to using whatever you're doing. Um, And if someone is really gone rogue, it's really just, this is how I do business. And if it's not working for you, then maybe we need to find another person.
0: Well, I mean, four okay, years. and so when that happens, uh, and I and and so I've been in business for five years. I, I take out a year because of COVID, so four years. Um, I know, I know, I, five I, years, five years. We did going, a lot
1: last year. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, still it's part actually, of it. You're still doing
0: it. Actually, we did a lot last year, but you know, and I've only uh, only ever had to fire one cl- client ever in, in that entire time, but it was tough. I have to tell you, firing your very first client is really hard. And, and that was because there were boundaries and those were personal boundaries actually, because it was a client that was talking down about her daughter constantly. She would say, Oh, she's got diamond taste on a beer budget or she always just goes after the, the I mean, it was constant, 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 little ridicules at a time. And it was horrendous. I just, could not deal with the fact that, you know, and I wanted to defend the daughter so bad. Like yeah. I wanted to jump in and be like, who are you to talk to her about this? She's because the daughter was doing literally everything she could to stay in budget. She was, yeah. she was really trying, really trying. And, and the mom just wasn't seeing it. And I yeah. ended up having to fire them because of it, yeah. because I couldn't get involved in their emotional situation.
2: Yep. Yeah. 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 It could be for any reason. I mean, it could be for, I mean, it's and that's hard because it's
0: it's and that's a personal boundary it, though that, personal wasn't, bou- that, personal wasn't, boundary. Right, that wasn't it's a personal boundary professional
2: wise you know you're like you know if we're not the right fit then i understand and if we need to move on then you know i we can do that um it's listed in the contract um yeah. but for you know for yeah for when things go off there you know like when the mom you know like set the i always told my my clients if i'm working with the you know the couple and the mom, you know, maybe the mom's paying, maybe the aunt's paying, whatever. Yeah, y- You have, you have a different set of boundaries, but you kind of talk to that in the front, in the beginning, what is, who is making the decisions? Who is your person with that? Is it the person that's holding the purse strings? Then mm-hmm. I need to know that if it's you, then I need to know that too. And if, if you're, if mom's holding the purse strings, but you're the person in charge, right if you need to throw me under the bus, just let me know. I feel like that's comes with a catch sometimes though too.
3: Like
0: that's not always, you know, I agree with that. what it really is. Can't you know? (laughs) Yeah, Brooke, I totally agree with that. I mean, there is a, there, there is that moment. It's like, I've had to have come to Jesus meetings with, with the whole family before where I like pulled in the, the parents of both sides, the aunts, the uncles, the sisters, the brothers, I pulled them all into one room and I had to have a whole, like come to Jesus meeting This stops now kind of moment.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't do that up front, yeah, you have to do that.
0: Oh yeah, it was. And I mean, and, and things got uh, tremendously better, but Mm -hmm. you, you know, you have to have that, that confidence in order to do that. And I think that's the other thing about your expectations and your boundaries. You have to have a level of confidence to start setting those in place. Yeah. Yeah. You know, trust that you're a professional enough that, you know, these boundaries are valid.
2: Well, I mean, if if I mean, we'll go back to your example of you know a new planner that's been working at the hotel and now she's going to start her own business, you don't think the hotel has boundaries and expectations? Oh yeah. What do you think you've been working under all these time? All you know for the last whatever years. Right. It's called <laughs> rules and regulations.
3: The first it's thing just different. Yeah. The first thing Keith told me, he's like, "Know your worth." That was the very first thing he drilled into my head when we got when I started working for him. He's like, "Don't work for free. Know your worth." Yep. And then, you know, with you know, with the whole topic too, it's like, don't cheapen yourself or cheapen your company. You are worth it, you know? And Keith, you've got the wall of awards to prove it. You know
0: what I'm saying? You are worth well, it. You but know, I did tell her you know? from the very beginning, I said, never work for free. Cause she had said something about, Oh, I'm going to go help somebody out because, and I went, uh, I, are you working? Well, that was it, a
3: learning thing. That's something I didn't know.
0: So I was like, "Hey, if you bring, bring me, me in today, I'll work for free for the for the education." Let's and say. I said, but "No." I said, if, I, if, "If you're coming into work, you're not working for free." And that person
3: actually <laughs> paid me that day.
0: Oh yeah, Believe no, no, because you know, but that that that's a that's part of it because she wouldn't have known actually ever to say, "Oh, wait, it is okay for me to say I need to be paid for my value." Yeah. If she, if somebody had never said it to her, she would have just assumed that. Well, that's how the world works. Is that you go in and, and you work as an intern, yeah. but you're not an intern. You're that's I turn hard, it. I'm literally. not an intern. I'm, a, I'm I turn it, honey. <laughs> I turn it, <laughs> Marcy.
1: So I I want to find out. I actually had a, que- a question about a specific situation about a year ago. I gave somebody a quote. I do invitations, mm. so um, I gave somebody a quote. I told them that beyond the quote, here are some additional costs that would be incurred should you want them. I gave them the information. And then at the very end, after all was said and done, they said they didn't, when they got the contract, they said they didn't expect it to be as much as it was because she thought everything was included as a invitation suite but everybody's Mm. idea of an invitation suite is different because it's basically a la carte and you build your suite yeah so i was a little kind of shocked because we did have the conversation and i remember specifically where i was but obviously she's the client i can't call them out on it but i did say you know i'm pretty sure we had that conversation Mm -hmm. um you know Every, you know, and I explained the process of building an invitation suite is different because everybody's needs are going to be different. Right. How would you suggest handling something like that?
2: I would the tell future? them, like, we taught, here's, you know, it's <laughs> literally, babe, here's the list of things we talked about. It's right here on the sheet of paper. Here's everything that's included. These things are extra. Okay. Because that was when you did, did everything do, but, right. I mean, there was um, nothing wrong okay. with that. And so if they come back to you, either one, she's trying to manipulate and say, mm-hmm. you know, you, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, well, you know, that's one thing for new planners, don't fall into that trap. Oh, my God. I mean, okay. yeah, I mean, that, I mean, new any wedding professional, it doesn't matter. Right. You know what's included in your package and mm-hmm. you know what's not. And if they're coming back saying, oh, I thought that was included. Oh,
0: you know, unfortunately, not. Well, Did and I, I get my, not my too life. Too fine. Sorry. No, <laughs> well, and actually, you know, one of the things that we that I uh, have been doing is uh, is a partial planning process. You know, I don't do just a of it's day of plus, right? Because mm-hmm. there's never just a of it is never just a of. They yeah. always need additional information yeah. and stuff. But I am very specific in my contract about what is included and what is not when it comes to that, because. A lot of times that would would be happen. All of a sudden I was supposed to be just involved in the last week, really. uh, And I was all of a sudden involved the entire time. But I adjusted my packages to include that. So that way I wasn't. Yeah. You know, and because, again, it was about setting my own expectations. Like, what do I expect when it when it comes to day of and be okay with saying, well, yeah, that's the only thing I offer.
2: And, and, and being okay with something to stand back on and say, you know, it's, it's also called in in the, and maybe they need a different form if they're in corporate, it's called scope creep, you know, where you've got, you've given them a scope of work, right? Here's my, here's my, here's my proposal, right? Scope of work. Now all of a sudden, oh, can you add, oh, I really want this or I really want that. Okay. Well, that's going to be X and that's going to be Y. Are you willing to pay X and Y? Right. Whatever that is. And if they're not, then great. Sorry. I'm not gonna be able to do that for you.
0: You know, it's funny that we're talking, you know, we're talking like this and I keep going back to the fact I, you know, I just remember when when I let when I uh, started my company and took the big jump. I mean, I was so scared. Honestly, it was such a huge, frightening moment for to say, okay, I'm gonna go out on my own and I'm gonna sell myself, you know, I'm gonna be my own prostitute. Dang it. And so go <laughs> sell myself. Self-employed. And, <laughs> exactly. Self-employed. It and but it took time to get to a point where I realized the the value and what I did. And that included even the my my expectations of the vendors that I'm working with. Mm. And that's one thing that we haven't talked about at all mm-hmm. yet is our boundaries and our expectations with the vendors that we work with. How would you talk about, how would you broach that subject with people that you work with every week?
2: So working with them, um, my I'm pretty hands off unless you piss me off.
3: Right.
2: I'm hiring you to do a job. I'm right. not personally hiring you, but I've given you, I've given my client your name and my client has hired you because of my recommendation. Right. I'm going to let you, I'm going to, you know, I, I tell my clients, I'm like, you don't have to love me, but I want you to love your photographer. Oh yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't care if you're shooting daggers at me the day of the wedding, because I've pissed you off somewhere along the way. I'm still going <laughs> to do my job. But what I look at the photographer and go, okay, it's noon, right? You have them for four hours. I need them back here by four. By four.
0: And that's it, done.
2: And that's it done. If they're not, well, guess what? They're not on the list. If they're gonna give me shit afterwards and go, oh, well, I need to be on your vendor list. Mm. Well, great, you're on my vendor list because I need the fucking
3: photos. Right.
2: But (laughs) (laughs) I I I I tell him, oh yeah, you're on the list. He doesn't know I have I don't I have a list. It's internally to my own my own myself and my and my team, and that's it. I'm like, don't be playing this because I know the rules around that. And so (laughs) um, it's really, it's really about treating your, your, your vendors with your wedding professionals with respect. They're doing a job too. As a planner, you do not belittle them. You do not, you do not throw, yeah, you don't throw them under the bus. You do. I mean, they are the ones that are probably going to refer you more than anybody else Mm -hmm. in the story. So if you are mean to them, or I mean, it, you want them to do their job, like yeah. there's a there's a DJ, Bride hired, I kind of I knew of him, I kind of heard things. And so I told the I told the venue, I said, do not serve the DJ alcohol. Right? End of story. And they're like, okay. And I, we put it on the banquet order. Right. And the DJ wasn't there. He sent somebody else and the DJ went over there and asked for a beer and they said, sorry, we can't serve. He comes to sure. me. I said, you know, you're the, you know, I, I just knew the, I knew not my own rules, but I kind of heard what was going on. I didn't want that to happen. Right. So I said, you know, it's the first, you're the first, you know, I'm working with you guys for the first time. I kind of do this for all my first people, my first people. Right. And I'm, I'm literally just like, What about You know, and I'm I'm like, you know, it's the first time I'm trying to make sure we work together well and nothing goes wrong. Of course, then the mom's the bride's mom's like, oh, you get a glass of wine. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'll be they they had this huge like RV bus on the side of the venue. I'm like, I'll meet you in the RV bus and I'll have a drink (laughs) with you in the RV. (laughs) I said, no, no. I said, sir. Yeah, I said, (laughs) I I've just shut the wedding down for all the vendors not to be drinking. But you know, because I don't want one. I don't want the. You know, it's it's hard because we all want to have a glass of wine, or you know, especially when you know, for me, I'm like, I'm done. I'm there dancing. They're having a good time. I want a glass of wine. Right. But you gotta be careful, and you gotta watch yourself because people are watching you as well. But you're watching them, like. I mean, I I can go through my rules and regulations of of oh I have I have I'm sure I have people photographers, DJs, all yeah. mad at me for for whatever reason of, of whatever it is. And I'm like, you know what? Your job, you you can wait to eat.
0: Oh, I'm hundred percent about that. There
2: will still be food after the bride and groom go through the thing first. You I don't agree. have to be first or second.
0: I yeah. That's so, one of my big pet peeves is about vendor meals, you know. Feed every, the feed the client that's paying you first. Yes. Period.
2: And their client and their and their guests. Oh, I. Yeah, I go around and around with there's a certain
0: photographer I go around and around with, but Oh my you know. goodness. So you know what this sounds like? This sounds like perfect, perfect fodder for After the Veil. There so Jen, go. I just want to say thank you so much for uh I, I mean, honestly, I I've learned a lot and I've oh, also right. it also reiterated a lot of stuff that um makes me feel a little bit better about the, the crap I've already been saying. So that makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, but um I hope you stick with around with us for after to. the veil.
2: Why not? Oh, I love but it. I, all said, right. I don't get all dolled up every day anymore. So, you know, when you get all dolled up, you're like, well, where am I going to go
0: now? All right. Well, so a quick word from Mike Seif, one of our sponsors, and we'll be right back. More than just entertainment, we understand the importance of the entire wedding day celebration. From the moment you select the date until the day of the celebration, we are there to provide you and your family with the peace of mind you deserve. Mike Seip Entertainment of Vincent Productions has been providing entertainment and production nationwide for over 30 years. Our company motto is your day, your way. And our mission is to provide our clients with the most unforgettable entertainment experience while promoting an atmosphere of trust and togetherness. Learn more at TheMikeSeip.com. Well, welcome back, everybody, to After the Veil. Uh, so, this is the time that we ha- really have no particular subject line, but I love this because Jen, you 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 opened up actually a can of worms just then because I was like, I yes, I totally <laughs> get where you're coming from when you talk about, you know, whether or not. I mean, luckily, I've been very lucky. All all my vendors and stuff really love me, but I'm also very specific about what I expect from them, mm-hmm. you know, and I only use vendors that are going to do a really damn good job. Yeah. You know, because it's my word, basically, it's my word to my client that they're going to do an amazing job. So I have to make sure that the vendors that I put in front of them are going to do a good job, you know, and And I, I, and I love the fact that you're like, well, you know, they could be pissed at me. And I'm like, well, no, you know,
2: it's true. I mean, and it's usually the ones that the client hires, like I've had to, you know, I've, you know, I sat down and they're like, oh, we've got this, we got this person, this person, this person. I said, okay, let's go back to this person. Right. And let's talk about that. And I've actually had to write the letter to that person saying, you know, it's a company. It's not a, it's not just one person. I mean, they're going to send whatever person they want. Right. I'm like, this is what you're going to get. And this is how it's going to work. Do you really want that for your wedding? And they're like, Oh, we didn't know that. I said, of course not. They're selling you the, 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 the dream of all, you know, I'm like, it doesn't work that way. He shows yeah. up and you don't know him and he's carrying a thing around his neck that is the microphone for the, for the officiant. I'm like, no, you don't want that in your pictures.
0: No. It's, and they sugarcoat it, you know, what? and I get that. I get it. They sugarcoat huh. it because they obviously trying to build a dream. I I'm not about building a dream. I say, look, I'm a, I'm a practical planner. I'm about the logistics. I talk about emotional value per dollar. Does that make sense? I like, I hate favors. I hate favors. I think favors yeah. are the waste, biggest waste yes. of money ever. Yes. And I'm like, does it add to the memory of the wedding? No. no. I throw I end. throw
2: the majority of them away or I give them back to you and then you can throw them away.
0: Right. A hundred percent. So, you know, uh, and so, so I, I get it. I totally get it when yeah. it comes to, when it comes to that. But so I wanted to actually tell you guys a little something that happened to me that just like literally today before we went on the air um, is that I, so obviously COVID sucked for everybody. It was a shitty time for everybody. And, and that we all had a little echo time on our hands, which is why we started the show. But also, I was doing a lot of writing because there's a, a we had Megan E. Leon from OFD Consulting, who's amazing, amazing, amazing. Love her, and she had told us about this place called Help a Reporter Out. So I'd mm-hmm. love it. And I was a writing fiend, man. I was writing three or four reporters a day, constantly, 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 constantly. And so I've been. I was really lucky because I got into the New York Times three times in ninety days. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. That's crazy. (laughs) You know, I was so excited because as a planner, to get included into a national publication is, I mean, why? I want to brag about it, right? And so, of course, you want to put it on your website, you know, because it's on everybody else's website as seen in, you know, Brides of Magazine, New Mm -hmm. York Times, Martha Stewart Living, blah, blah, blah. So imagine my side prize today when I get a call, I got an email from a, random company that says they handle the licensing for the New York Times logo. And they had noticed it on my website and wanted me to pay a licensing fee of fifteen hundred dollars. And I was like, wait, (laughs) really? Like you want me to pay you fifteen hundred dollars to have the, the logo on my that pushes people to go read uh, what I don't understand that at all. And so I wanted to get y'all's take on that because it just pissed me off to know, to no end. because I thought, really, I'm a small, tiny, tiny little planner yeah. emerging from uh, this horrible pandemic finances suck. I, I, I get a win. I get a win for God's sakes. Oh yeah. New York times. And then you're going to try to tell me that you want to charge me $1,600 for your yeah. little bitty tiny ass logo on the bottom of my web page.
1: Come so on. first of all, I, my question is, um, do you have a contact over there at New York Times?
0: No, you know, that's the thing is that, you know, you do it through the the helper reporter site. And mm-hmm. so, you know, Uh-oh. I mean, I, you know what, I actually do have a couple of, of, reporters, but I'm not going to get them in the middle of this, but I'm not going to No, do that but too. you can,
2: I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I would, I would, I would add, I, I would add like because, just, because is it from the New York times or that's, is it that's from, what I'm, or I is think. this a scam?
0: No, so right. we, we found out that it's not a scam. Okay. It's, it, it actually is the licensing arm of the New York times. They, they subbed this out to this law firm. And so it was either $1,600 for a year's use one year, yeah, one year Oh yeah, five thousand for a lifetime. And I'm like, <laughs> no, really? <laughs> That's crazy. That I mean, that's I, I mean, I just, and
2: it's, and it's, and it's easy. It's in the reason they come after the little ones because they know that they, that even though either yeah. you'll pay it because of the prestige or, you know, or but
0: you know, but you know, there's so like, many big companies out there. I felt like it was. Now, so I mean, unfair. now I'm concerned.
2: I'm like, shit, I gotta make sure that, you know, cause I've got all those, you know, right. as seen on. I mean, I've got on my on my email as well. Right. I mean, it's not just you know, it's on that. It's on yeah. my website. It's you know, all of but,
0: that. I mean, but it was just such a random thing to get out oh. of nowhere. Oh, yeah, and wow. he, and then and luckily, Christy with Mountainside Media. God, I love her because she's my bulldog man, and so she she got in on on that conversation because I copied her in on it and and was because she handles my my marketing my website yeah. and and she's like well I'm going to reach out to the new york times and find out if this is true and had to even, and it is
1: wow and,
2: what that's a surprise so what then it's say. just a written word as seen in new york times and, know, and you know the what I, shame nothing, on, nothing honestly
0: shame on new york times shame, on you. It shame is. on you
2: it is it is it is because that's i mean a, that, that is a shame yeah i, it I really
3: it just really I mean, because you're still off.
2: I mean, it's still link it and still do all that. But right. yeah, the prestige I mean, to have that logo is a nice little thing to have. And unfortunately they know that and they're gonna go after the the people that don't that are gonna buckle under know, that because of that.
0: More, it means more to us I know. as little people I know. than mm-hmm. it does it to these damn corporations. But <sighs> anyway, so I just was, was like rude. Get off my soapbox on that i just wanted to put that out there because i was all pissed off and talk about yes, setting yes, boundaries <laughs> i was like i'm gonna set these damn boundaries and so you know now all of a sudden i want to like write a little post in and facebook and put it out on instagram like did you know that this was a practice i mean jen you were just saying oh shit yeah I'm like oh my I, god i
2: mean i've got i've never gotten the call for that Right or any of that, and I—I mean, I've—I I've, haven't been in the New York Times, but you know, like you look at, but Mar- you know, you at like magazine weddings and register
0: weddings and
2: all of that. I mean, I think about know but on. it's
0: a source of pride for it you, is. right? It is
2: well, and it's a source of it's a, it's a source of pride for you, but it's also a source of validation for your clients. Oh, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, and 100%. to have that be, you know, to to. For the New York Times to go blah you know then it's
1: well well, you also spend time putting together a submission and that is your time and that's money yeah
0: I just I just was really surprised by the whole thing and I didn't know if anybody had any of you you know run into that issue with with other publications because I just have never heard of that from other publications that not for us small people
2: and I'm wondering if it's a way of revenue that they need to have because they don't have the revenue coming in right People being because of people because of subscriptions, which I mean, it's they're going to find a way other ways to get money. And unfortunately, this might be the way that they're going to do it now.
0: Oh, that just sucks. I pigs mean, get slaughtered.
3: Don't be greedy, New York Times.
0: That's yeah, no, what mean. Brooke says that all the time. She's like, you know, <laughs> greedy pigs get slaughtered. She's like, you know, the fattest pig gets killed. So, you know, don't be greedy. And I just I was like, oh crap, that really. Well, sucks. Well, no,
3: little you know? Wilbur. but the fattest one's breakfast. So I think.
0: The- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
3: Meet me in the middle. <laughs> <Pickles>.
0: <laughs> <It's so> funny. <laughs> the cat.
3: Oh yeah. Oh, of God, cats, cat.
0: Cat. oh, oh yes. yes. Ooh. Oh my goodness we had oh, the very
1: that. cool that was from this weekend
0: huh yeah that was from this weekend so Jen I very did
1: cool.
0: I did a, a we did a baby shower and I say we because mm-hmm. all three of us the Marcy Burke and I were all involved in one way or another that was a Ziggy Stardust David Bowie oh. theme and fun. I had a dra- I had a drag queen. I had like, oh my god! I the the Shows craziest
3: Smith Daisy Dead
0: Petals. Yeah, Daisy Dead Petals, who's a local celebrity here. She she did her very first baby shower she's ever done. That <laughs> was amazing. And her very
3: first, <laughs> which I thought was
0: funny. So it was it was the most fun. And you awesome. know, shout out to CLE Events and, and for the amazing centerpiece because we did these lightning bolt really centerpieces good. that were fantastic. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. But, you know, talk about, uh, I have, so when it comes to this particular client, I actually have very little boundaries. I love her. I
2: mean, it's great. I mean, it's, it's not the boundaries of the event. It's the boundaries of your business.
0: That that's you, true. You know what? That's actually, you know, I wish, I wish we should have talked, we talked about that because that is a difference. There is a difference there. Mm-hmm. Boundaries of your business versus boundaries of your personal. Yeah. Because yeah. they are two separate things. Yes. And I think some people go, oh, I am my business. Well, no. No, I have my business hat and I have my personal hat. You know,
2: and you also have an event boundary of of what you can do for a client.
0: Yeah, what do and you do so about having, friends? Have,
2: having those having those those sippy cups were great.
0: I know, I love them. They were amazing. I mean, but, but that was totally the client. The client did yeah. all that for people. But okay, so Jen, I have a question for you as yeah. a, as as a person that's been in this industry for sixteen years. You know, we've all had it. Somebody's friend needs an event planner. And they're like, can you, can you do my cousin's wedding, my brother's wedding, my sister's wedding, my blah, blah, blah. And you feel a little, a little like, okay, I'm, I, yeah, I'll do you this favor. Right. Now, no, I no, think, I but, mean, I think...
2: it's still business. It's still business. I mean, we, yes. I mean, we still, we have, we had, I have a, I have a planner who did a huge, 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 huge wedding. Yeah. Lovely. It was, it was a lot. Converted a hanger.
3: Oh my God. All
2: this stuff. She's still getting people calling her for doing weddings within right. that group of people. Right. And she keeps on raising her price because if they go back to that wedding and look at that, she's like, no. I, I mean, she undervalued her price. We we all did. All of us undervalued what she did that day. Yes. And that, leading up to that. So each time she's like, so we just had a phone call. We're not, I mean, she's, I don't have any planners right now, but right. she called me. She's like, I got another call from that's from this, what, you know, from the circle. Right. What should I price? And I'm like, I know how much work you did on. Bo-. And then she had, she had another one was even more. Right. I was, I mean, it was amazing. And I'm like, you just need to charge what you're worth. Well and that's hard. So, so it is hard. And so we sat there and we talked. She had the three different options. I said, You're gonna be fine with any of the options that you choose. Yeah. I said, but you just need to figure out and, and then I mean she's had multiple calls from it right. and none of them have chosen because she's charging what she's worth for it. And mm-hmm. if you have yeah, and she's yeah. like, you know, you could have yes, that's you could sad. have another five weddings from 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 one, but yeah. if you're but if you're undervaluing your price. And doing just as the same amount of work, no, it's not worth it. So if That's you your have livelihood,
3: and you it's your livelihood. I mean, with it.
2: Like what people like, don't understand is this is how you pay the bills.
0: I know, you know, it's not. So it's
3: if the, it's the training blows on your car, and your your cousin fixes cars for a living. Yeah. and they say, well, "Can you replace my training for free?" Or, or yeah. you know, you're not going to do that. That's his. You know what I mean? That's his livelihood. Might you, know, hook you
0: up with a little bit of a discount, but like you still like people. You it's know. amazing. People don't see this. Don't see the, the worth in a planner. Like, I, I love this question. Well, what do you do?
1: What I don't, say uh, your vanity.
0: What don't you do? I'm like, yeah, I say do your do you sanity. Mean? I'll tell you what I do. <laughs> I'm like, it's so hard to describe. Where do
1: we start? (laughs)
0: Where do we start? But it's so hard to really describe what we do to people. Like what we do to people. That sounded weird. Um, No, but, you know, what we do for the weddings, like how we plan the weddings. I mean, people don't understand how many, you know, I I read recently that there's over 5,000 choices that go into every single wedding. 5,000 choices. That's a lot of like yes and no's and no's. You know, blue over pink. And yeah, it's crazy.
2: I mean, so, I, I mean, what I tell my potential clients or even my clients, I'm like, I'm your advocate.
0: I say that all the time. I, I said, it. I so, said, so I'm so your love.
2: advocate. I will go to your venue, whatever. I said, if you want the moon, I will definitely ask for the moon. Right. And then I'll look at the venue and I'll say, okay, she wants the moon and the moon's, and then the venue is like, well, you know, but you know, we really can't do, you do have that. A satellite? You, you <laughs> can have, the you can have a star whatever it is, you know? Standard. So, right. and <laughs> so you're, you're the, nego- you're the person that goes, okay, this is what my clients want. Right. But I also have the, they don't have to go to the, to the venue to ask that they have, they have me or the DJ or the photographer or whatever. Right. I said, I'm going to be the bully. I mean, I'm going to be the taskmaster. I'm going to yeah. be all of that that you can just enjoy. Oh, I'm like, most of my clients are like, oh, people ask me if I'm stressed. And I said, no, I've got Jen. She's amazing. Oh my God. I mean, like at the end of the day, my job is to make my clients go, I love planning my wedding.
0: Oh wait! I know, right? Well, I'd like actually. You, like
3: one, one of the one of the favorite things that
0: one of my clients actually said is that, and I saw it in one of her emails, is that everybody deserves a Keith in their life. I thought that's so I nice. That was, I saw that, and that was very clever.
1: I very thought that
0: clever. was so sweet. Yeah. Anyway, so since we we were ending this conversation with something about me, no, I'm kidding. Anyway, so Jen, you were an absolute doll. Thank you so well, much. Thank for you being so much on behind the veil. Oh I my god! Talking about weddings. I do, too. It is everything. She everybody. is a natural. Oh. She really is. So, Jen Taylor, thank you for being on on Behind the Veil. Brooke Logan Stoner, you're always beautiful. And Marcy Gutenberg with an Affair to Remember by Marcy. All right, everybody, say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.